0: blizzard of 78 oh the blizzard of 78 that was a blizzard this is nothing it's like can we not like have a deck measuring contest with blizzards yeah are we recording yeah this is ah. gonna be our
1: blizzard of 78 <laughs> yeah i know the like, you kids are nothing compared to the the, the big coronavirus stay home fest
0: Daddy, I am the sniffles. The sniffles. I'm, I'm, I'm increasingly concerned, like that we're gonna be like that when we're older, where like oh, because like, you're already hearing it.
1: From, I'm pretty like, resigned
0: to that. Yeah, you're already hearing some of it with um. Oh well, this is nothing compared to 2008. And it's just like, do we have to like? Can't we just have like individualized disasters, like one at a time?
1: Well, we did. This, uh, we are essentially living through two great depressions in our lifetime.
0: Shit. Yeah, but we don't have to like do measure them against each other, do we? we can just like this also sucks. <laughs> yeah.
2: and, and why even call them that? They're not even that great.
0: You know the best part about these video chats is though, is that I can tell each of you that have apples, and those of us that have PCs. <laughs> Just by the video. our quality's better? Like, Brick, you're on an Apple.
2: Yep, I'm on my phone.
0: See, that's even crazier. Yeah, And then, obviously, Carl's on an Apple. I'm on my MacBook Pro. But, but and who, I, but who and I is are... on
1: a laptop from 2012?
0: Yeah. I'm on a employer-owned laptop. <laughs> my
1: old MacBook. See, I, I
3: trust MacBook because... Or Apple, my old MacBook that I had, the big white one, yeah. um, was, I had that for almost 10 years and before it finally crashed. But the only reason it crashed was I got hit by a car when I was riding my bike and it was in the backpack, but it still worked for like a year. And then I brought it to my buddies because my hard drive was all acting up. And he's like, "Dude, did you drop this off of a roof recently?" And I was like, "I got hit by a car like last year with it in my bag." And he was like, <laughs> "Jesus Christ!"
0: Yeah, <laughs> I pulled mine off a desk once, and like it detached from itself. So I had like prop it up, and I couldn't take it anywhere. It was crazy. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> um, so welcome to the Bit Players Bits per Second podcast. I'm Jared. I'm Jim. I'm Tim. I'm Carl. And we are here to regale you with stories about the shit we've been thinking about as we've been holed up in our houses for a month. So uh, we all come with an individual topic. Um, oh, I forgot to ask ahead of time. Um, so I assume everyone has one, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, okay, good. <laughs> so um, who wants to take the reins first? Uh, I want to insert a cricket sound there. This is I
2: hope that uh, the video component's part of this, because I'm loving all of the faces there, everyone looking around like the Brady Bunch and each other, like, are you doing it? Mm-hmm. Are you doing mm-hmm. it? Not
0: entirely knowing which person I'm looking at to my left. I'm going to pick. I'm going to pick it. if someone gotta doesn't pick. volunteer.
2: you got
1: yeah, to this this pick. I do this for a living, so like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take advantage of being at home. I'm going to pick because
2: I like okay. his hat. Oh, thank you. Pow Pizza. Pow Pizza. Pow Pizza. Well, so I talked last time I was on about how uh, obviously jumping into media has been how I'm spending a lot of time. And so that's uh, had me thinking about uh, heroes in the movies of our childhood. Uh, Growing up in the time period that we did, we have the obvious ones, you know, Schwarzenegger, Stallone, uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme, anybody like that. Uh, Whoever is a hero to you in a movie. So what I'm curious about, friend to friend, is who – was your hero of choice in movies growing up
0: Ooh, that's a good one
2: and then also how do, like how does that compare to now if you revisit do you would you still have the favorite the same favorite
0: hmm. so what where are you at jim on this one
2: well,
1: like that's the thing because i was never like i i i wasn't into heroes that much like i was not uh, like when when i was a kid I, I came up watching comedies. Uh so like I tended to grab I I didn't really have the hero worship thing. I didn't I didn't really read comic books. I didn't like gravitate toward like the heroic personalities. I went toward the more interesting comic personalities. So like I think like pro- probably like Frank Drebin might have been my hero. Okay. <laughs> from, from Leslie Nielsen Police Squad from and the Naked, Naked Gun movie. Yes. Like, like that uh, like, like like figures like that would have been who I who I looked up to because they're like, you know, just, just like the comic foil figure. Uh, I grew up, I grew up watching like a lot of Marx Brothers movies. So anything like Groto Marx was the, was the wordplay guy. So he like, was a, was the wit guy. So like, he, like, he's a hero of mine.
2: Okay. So as an adult, having like maybe visited some of these things that other people held as iconic, do do or did any of them appeal to you or did any of them kind of click to you why other people might've enjoyed them?
1: what like superheroes and
2: a- anything superheroes. like action movie stars or just anybody like a even like an actor who like typically took that role in movies
1: well like i didn't see i didn't see die hard till i was older so like but but like but i get i, I get the appeal of bruce willis in that in that part because he's mm-hmm. like he's like a dad like who ends up like in a like get, get, getting getting Stuck in a like gradually ratcheting up, r- ratcheting up tense situation where he has to play the hero and like has to come through. So, like, so, so I kind of understand
0: that, uh, that side of it. Uh, so that's hmm? that's a good segue because Bruce Willis in Die Hard was mine, yeah. Because, <laughs> because Bruce Willis in Die him? Hard is not a superhero, mm-hmm. he's not Schwarzenegger. Yeah um in you say in die
2: hard and i'm wondering were you a fan of him as an action star in general or is that role specifically like the one for you um
0: well the appeal of bruce willis was that he was a comedy actor doing action movies so there was always like a wit to it um as an action yeah like so like the last boy scout um or as he got older, in red, um, and he where Still he did like the comedy action hybrid in like the whole nine yards and the whole ten yeah. yards.
2: Don't don't forget one of my personal favorites of all time, The Fifth Element. Oh, See, that that's Element. and that's, yeah. another where, like,
0: that's another one where like, but that's another one where he was also funny.
2: Oh, absolutely, yeah. I you know, that's like that's always component.
0: his his appeal was never as like the bad, just the badass. It was he, he's kind of just like a guy. That got himself like in, in Fifth Element. He got him. He was a taxi driver, right? And Absolutely, yeah. Then he just got thrown to this wild multi-pass situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was always one that I, as much as I ever idolized a action star, it was always like him and um, him and Burt Reynolds.
2: And Burt Reynolds,
0: because they're, they're both two kind of like on the same wavelength in that way where like they're they're funny guys sure that are doing heroic things and as like a funny guy like that like i'm never gonna be jcvd
2: right 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 you that's know? why i, I can't I even think...
0: be rvd <laughs> <laughs> hey, i don't know. RVD. I,
2: think, I think that one's even higher um pun intended oh yeah so, Hawk. Hawk. yes well did so you get up least...
0: just to go find that movie yeah, <laughs> wasn't he in another that movie? Was?
3: Like he's in the Wild West. Is that that one? No. What was the one where? He uh, was the that movie? was oh.
1: Uh,
0: uh. Oh, this one. Last Man he, Like Xander. Shot Up
3: the Town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> For those, because this is a audio <laughs> medium, Jim just keeps holding up Bruce Willis movies that he owns. Oh, uh, that's really funny. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Re-
2: related to that, like a thing, reason I brought it up is I do see the difference in what like when I was a kid, I think the the one that stood out to me most for whatever reason was Jean-Claude Van Damme. But that is from the little kid perspective. Now we're looking back, because I didn't know him until, you know, he wasn't famous until I was a little bit older. But now looking back, my favorite to revisit is definitely Jackie Chan because he's got his own unique style. It's so much more expressive physically and it is blended with comedy constantly.
3: Yeah. I think my favorite Jackie Chan growing up was Who Am I? Do you remember that one where he had amnesia? Oh, and he was getting chased around. He's like on the roof with some guy and they were kicking shins for like 15 minutes. It was such a good movie.
0: Drunken Master, too. Mm-hmm. That was fantastic.
2: Or even just like think, Rumble in the Bronx. Like they're just yeah, like huge. Yeah, absolutely. All of them. All super, the police story movies. Roddy Kid. Yeah, I think Jim's off somewhere <laughs> getting his Jackie Chan collection. Yeah,
0: now he's, he's <laughs> Jim is big dicking everybody on this podcast right now. <laughs> um, but going back, I've I've actually come to appreciate Schwarzenegger more because I think he was actually more nuanced than he got credit for. As yeah, I
2: think so. I think the muscles got him in the door, but then the career. Well, I feel, I feel like Schwarzenegger
0: good. grew. Like he,
1: the, like he, he kind of was given given that like. He jumped on the scene as being the big muscly guy, but like because he had that uh, had the opportunity, uh, like in Terminator, um, and like Conan, which are just like really playing to like his strengths. Not not so much as an actor, but as like a just a muscle muscly bodybuilder guy.
0: Kill the man. Like, because of that, he got
1: to grow into a better actor. I think like because he had the opportunity to do so.
0: Yeah, and then a, and then a governor, and then an actor again. um
1: like he's really good in this like movie called maggie like that came out like five or six years ago daughter's (laughs) a zombie right yeah where his daughter is a zombie his daughter is abigail breslin i think Mm -hmm. oh and he's like like if you want to see schwarzenegger just acting like because he's not really an action star in it like it's not really an action movie like and he's actually good in it
0: I think I'd be remiss if I did not mention the thing that I like most about John McClane mm-hmm. watching the wire now and like all the flawed top husbands that are like um, mm-hmm. estranged to their wives or whatever the reason why John McClane was estranged from his wife was because of his own demons and not because he was hurting other people intentionally yeah. so it was like Holly uh-huh. left him because he didn't understand why he she needed a career yeah. and then like he was drinking too much And he was like working too hard. It was never like John is having an affair and like abusing his wife, which was like very progressive for the Mm nineteen (laughs) eighties. Yeah. (laughs) Um. Yeah, I I really like the Jackie Chan thing. That is uh,
2: Jackie Chan is the dude.
0: He really is. Well, uh, where are you at, Carl? Um.
3: My I I was thinking about it, I was leaning towards Arnold Schwarzenegger, but my the only one that keeps coming up is Brendan Fraser,
2: which I know. Okay. <laughs> no, that's that's great. <laughs> that's that's great. I think
3: he's um great. yeah, and I just remember being obsessed with him uh from The Mummy and then when in Bless the comedy the ones uh in like i was it george, uh, george of the jungle and dudley do right yeah. i think the first times like i actually like saw him and i was like i like this guy he's funny and then he was in the mummy and i was like whoa he can do action stuff too and then um it just had me like really anytime he uh, he was in a movie or a cameo in a tv show he's in scrubs for a little bit it i just always got excited um but i remember my mom would not let me watch the mummy when I was younger because it was too scary. And well, you were like the, eight when that came out. Yeah. So yeah. And uh so good on her trying to protect me from nightmares. But um I well, remember an her... Marie,
0: who <laughs> like slept until her in her parents' room until she was 30. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well I remember a time when I, I had a friend that used to let me borrow all of his scary movies and he let me borrow the mummy and I was like oh my god it's Brendan Fraser. I want to watch this. Mm-hmm. So I remember taking it to my house and uh, my mom like knocked on the door and I hit pause on the DVD player or no it was VHS and um, I had to like run up and pause it because I didn't have the remote and my mom was like what are you watching? And I was like Galaxy Quest.
2: She was (laughs) like oh
3: okay. I was like yeah. She's like all right well dinner's almost ready. I'm like okay and then she shut the door and I waited a couple seconds then I hit play and then I was just standing like two feet away from the tv just waiting for her to come back in because i was like she's gonna know i don't want to get in trouble and then she came in again i'm like hitting pause she's like what the hell are
1: you watching and i was like mom i swear
3: i think at that moment she thought i was like watching porn because i was so like <laughs> no! i'm like yeah, taking it out of the vhs i'm like "No, no, and then she was like what's the mummy what is this ah and then grabbed it and never saw it again
2: but, wow. So, so, have you ever finished the movie?
3: No. Uh, really? <laughs> no,
1: I'm just kidding. No, no, no. I, I finished. have finished. I have yeah. the
3: no. I have the series on DVD. I have the first two. I have the Mummy, The Mummy Returns, and The Scorpion King, all in like a
1: box. I've got now. the Tomb of the Dragon
3: Emperor if you want to
0: borrow. it. Hey, uh, who <laughs> stars in The Scorpion King?
3: Dwayne the Rock Johnson.
0: <laughs> yeah, is you know, that main movie
3: star. <laughs> Amazing CGI, best CGI I've ever seen.
0: Looking on that like early 2000s CGI, it's like, woof. Yeah, I do remember. And that was like top of to the some... line at the time. Yeah. Which so... is funny. Was King like, is fun. I enjoyed it. It was that period where it was like, they moved so far away from using um, traditional special effects. Yeah. And they thought they had a handle on like the CGI. Yeah. And they really didn't. No. Like um, I... like Blade, which one? Was it Blade 2 or Blade 3? Blade 3, yeah, Probably. Yeah, where they had Blade have like, 2 yeah. was a Guillermo
1: del Toro film. He had a pretty good handle on Yeah,
0: so. it was nice. And he used a lot of um traditional effects too. Yeah.
1: But I, I'm I am i am not gonna shit on Blade Trinity because I really like, oh, I really I like Blade it, Trinity.
2: There's there's it's scenes fun. Ryan Reynolds.
1: Ryan Reynolds yeah. and, and Parker Posey, like the whole cast of best in shows.
2: It? <laughs> love Did how much know?
1: Wesley Snipes hated
3: Ryan Reynolds on the set of that movie. Really? Yeah, because Ryan Reynolds yeah. was he was goofing around, um, he was doing a lot of ad-libbing, and um, Wesley Snipes didn't like that he was getting more attention.
0: I can see Wesley Snipes as a cue card guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I
1: mean, well, I think they, they, the reason they gave him a bunch of sidekicks in that movie was, like, to bolster it, because, like, they didn't think he was enough of a draw. Yeah. So I can understand him being pissed off about that.
2: Sure. Yeah,
0: that's Do you right.
2: know who was a bad guy in that one, Jared?
0: No, oh, I don't remember. Triple H. I remember. Yeah, yeah,
2: you're right. WWE superstar Triple H was one of the oh, ba- the henchmen. Get the metal yeah. teeth.
0: You're you're greatly outnumbered today, Jim. Jesus. <laughs> no, I was
1: the, the the bad guy was Dominic Purcell, Prison Break star Dominic Purcell. Yeah,
2: the, the main baddie. Yeah, yeah.
1: Ooh, my the the guy who would have been my father in law uh, 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 uh tattooed him.
3: Really. Yeah,
0: yeah, I'm trying okay. to his together. wife's father. Okay, Your is... wife's
1: stepfather. Yeah, stepfather who's
0: passed. Oh,
2: okay.
1: Who who passed oh. sadly? But... Oh, sorry. But he was a he was a tattoo artist for the stars.
2: Cool. All right.
0: <laughs> can we? Can we? Actually, Carl, you didn't say who what your uh, revisited one is.
3: Oh, my revisited hero now. Um. Like one that I watched when I was younger, or just like one that I just go to all the j- time j- now.
2: So someone now who stands out more, not as opposed to Brandon Fraser in your youth.
3: Um, you know, talking about Ryan Reynolds would be yeah. Ryan yeah. Reynolds, I do enjoy yeah, a lot of the movies that he's in now, and he's and I think it's the funny aspect is I like seeing the funny guy, and then I also like seeing that oh shit, he can he can whoop some ass. Hell yeah. Maybe that that'll be me, and then I get in a fight and get beat up. I'm like, that's not me.
0: I'm not. I'm not Deadpool. <laughs> my arm won't grow back. <laughs> Interesting. So something. This is. I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna make it dark for my topic because I don't know if this is a bits thing or. But I'm gonna make this the topic. Mm. What is your favorite way that people use to describe the word death? And what Mm. is your least favorite? So the concept of death is something that people don't just it's like too cold to just say someone died. You've been hearing it a lot unfortunately recently like on TV and stuff like this many people blah blah blah. And the one I don't get is past because it's like, oh, they've passed. It's like, past what?
2: That's the so, one I use. Is it really? <laughs> That's the one I usually use it too, is, actually. Yes. Oh, I don't get it. Explain passed, to me why that works. Passed, it passed from their body or passed to the other side, depending on yeah. what type of spiritual perspective you have on it. Okay. I feel like it, sure well, I just, away. I feel like
1: ju- just poetically, like it, it, it sounds more peaceful. Like, to, like, and I always, uh, Actually, teacher. Actually, before we closed, I got. To, I just finished up teaching Macbeth, and how like when the uh, in, 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 at the end when the, the the servant comes and announces to Macbeth that his wife is dead, and he says with and he says the queen, my lord, is dead. And I always tell them like the the how many D sounds there are in there just makes it like thud to the floor like D-d-d-d-d. and like I feel like when you say died it sounds it, like it has this just really unsettling D-dunk. sound to it but saying something like past is very like I, I, I feel like it like encourages like it like just has a more comforting sound to it and, and feel like it, 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 it's, it, it feels less I don't know less uh, less harsh
2: yeah I agree. It's like It feels like something you could be whispering to somebody, like, like what happened?
1: And it kind of implies you, like, the, the death is part of life. You passed, like, moved on. Mm-hmm. like
2: Removes so the when difficulty.
0: I, when, when I was younger a, and I first heard it, I thought it was P-A-S-T. Hmm. So oh. I was like, oh, what happened to Jared? Oh, he's... It's like the world keeps moving without without me. It's no longer interesting. That's true of all of us, yeah. <laughs> it's really interesting to think, like the way people describe it in different ways and kind of um, the euphemisms people come up with for the things they're trying to say to make them sound different ways. I can think of certain people just die. Mm-hmm. You know, like bad people die.
2: Mm-hmm. And then... I think- I think it depends on the, the context of the relationship of whoever's choosing the word too. Yeah. It's so like if, mm. if they're close to you, you're much more likely to use a soft word or if they're, even if they're like famous and beloved to you versus the, if they're faceless or if they're villainized. Mm. Um, it, and, and I think they're kind of automatic, the, those changes in words too. Like I think I'd be much more likely if I heard about a celebrity to you to say, hey, do you hear so-and-so just dead? Then yeah. if I said that about someone we knew to get, we both knew personally. Mm. Hey, dude, did you hear Prince died? Right. Even liking Prince, I'd be much more likely to say died for him.
0: Yeah. Which was,
1: for, for Princess Die, that was a weird thing.
0: Princess Die Die. Princess Die Die. <laughs> Which is funny because Die Die is the a oh, term that my wife and I use for when the dog has diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> she died. The greasy's got Die Die. Grace's got the die dies. Um, oh my god, how'd she die? Oh, she died of die die.
1: <laughs> she, she died of die die. She got dehydrated oh, she from a die. She got dehydrated from die die and died. <laughs> Where does kick the bucket come from? That yeah, has a specific origin. Like, I forgot though. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thanks, Jim. I'm going to find out. We continue this conversation. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking it up. Hold on. Um,
1: okay.
0: Because it seems like such a specific thing to happen or to describe. Like, Was there a bucket?
2: Also, there's, also, there's
0: also bought the farm. The, bought the farm makes sense. You're paying off the mortgage on the farm with the life insurance money.
2: Oh, that's where my head goes I with it. At least. Okay, I um, that actually it's makes sense. Kind of like single, I thought always thought of it as something like when someone tells their kids that like the cat died, they'll be like, "Oh, we sent him to live on the farm." But I thought of it as like a person thing, like, "Oh, he moved away to a farm somewhere that's nice."
0: Yeah, that's like the um, that's like across right across the Rainbow Bridge is where that farm is located. <laughs> <laughs>
1: are like there i don't know it's 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 there there are a lot of theories as to where kick the bucket
0: came from are any of um, them a death rattle
1: uh i don't think so no like There's, knocking over uh, a
0: chamber pot the
1: the alternate definition of a bucket as a beam or a yoke that can be used to hang or carry things on uh it could be it could refer to the beam on which slaughtered pigs are suspended um would it be Wait, like it hangings yeah. If they kick the
3: bucket, mm. now they're hanging. Uh, because
0: they're like. There's a
1: Shakespearean, uh, like in, there's a line in um, Henry IV, it's uh, swifter than he that gibbets uh, on the brewer's bucket. Um, there's a theory that it might come from the Catholic custom of holy water buckets.
0: Oh, that, see, that, that's. Uh, when friends that came that to trade, they would
1: sprinkle the body with holy water.
0: That priest has a really nice bucket. <laughs> I hope he sprinkles me from that bucket when I'm about to die. It's interesting.
1: Um, I would say my my least favorite term for referring to death is transitioning.
0: And oh well, because there's cause there's like a negative connotation to that and it's also transitioning is not dying.
1: I was because uh, like I, I saw on uh I was uh, I was on Twitter and a, a Democratic politician who I follow it was uh it was Randy Bryce who ran against uh, who ran for Paul Ryan's seat and lost
0: iron stash um, yeah yeah um thats
1: tweeted name. that his father was transitioning I almost tweeted back oh, congratulations <laughs> <laughs> scrolled down a bit and realized that he meant dying <laughs> so like it just there's a I don't know. It feels, it feels euphemistic in a bad way.
0: Isn't that the term they used in uh, Beetlejuice?
1: Was that? It,
0: well, yeah, because uh, I think in Beetlejuice,
3: they're actually like it goes through the transitioning process of well, they're so dead. The handbook for the
1: recently deceased.
3: Yeah. yeah. But I, uh, I want to say they did use that term in Beetlejuice. No, it sounds familiar, but I
0: think it makes sense for that movie. They used it in, a, in this book. Um, why am I blanking on his name? It's called Boomsday. Huh. Uh, by who Who founded the National Journal? Jim.
1: Oh, uh, God. Buckley. Natural so
0: Christopher Buckley.
1: Oh, Christopher Buckley. Um, oh, yeah, yeah Christopher
0: the, Buckley wrote this book that. called Boomsday. And the idea is that the way they were going to solve uh, Medicare and Social Security... Becoming insolvent was to offer voluntary transitioning for um, baby boomers, yeah. so they could like get a payout, and if they had they committed doctor to suicide, yeah, huh. yeah, voluntary transitioning. Hmm. And that was that was like fifteen years ago. That book came out or something like that. Yeah, I know. But, I remember that
1: book being out for a long time.
0: That's yeah, a really good book. And that was before OK Boomer. So he was like way ahead of his time.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the son of William F. Buckley was ahead of the curve.
0: Oh, he's a really good writer. I have a bunch of his books. He wrote a thank you for
1: smoking, too. Yeah, I only know thank you for smoking. Uh, Great movie. I don't really read that much. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) Really hard at reading the rules. Carl's a leader, not a reader.
0: <laughs> they elected me to read, lead, not to read. <laughs> so, That's I, side question: If I listen to a book on Audible, can I say I read? It? Can I say I read it? Yes. Yes.
1: Then I've read so many books. All right. Yeah. Well, no, like that. I I think if you if you were blind and you just listened to an audiobook, you could say you read it. Yeah.
0: Because mm. yeah, my my dad is blind, <laughs> oh. and. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, so, you've been telling people you've been reading books you heard for years because your dad is blind?
0: Like, well, I, I don't making...
1: know. It's, 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 it takes a lot more effort to be like, oh, yeah, I heard a book.
0: I'd always <laughs> make fun of him because he'd be like, oh, I was reading this book. They're like, you didn't read, the... you read that book.
2: I think it's just, uh, it makes conversation easier to call all versions reading.
3: And yeah. it's, 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 it's,
2: an, it's, an, it's an unnecessary yeah. speed bump to specify.
1: Right. Makes me feel better now I can say I've read books. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, you took um, them in. That's all right. It doesn't make any difference. Well, well you know what, you know what I do is, I
3: I actually I listen to the audiobook and I follow along with the book. Is that
1: is that weird? That's great. No, no that's great. I think that's awesome. I remember doing
3: yeah. that in sixth grade, and I've done it ever since.
0: I mean, you're still conjuring the same images in your head. Yeah, but, you know, it's yeah. It's, whether, it's,
2: cause whether the entire it's a point.
0: Face- I'm sorry, Jeff. Go ahead, Jeff. <laughs>
2: It, whether it's a physical book in my hands or whether it's an audio file, I'm transitioning the information into my head.
1: Transitioning again. This, That's right.
0: uh, oh, God. The
3: first um, audio book I ever listened to was uh, the book Monster. that the kid that that went to sta- jail... Oh, it's Charlie Theron?
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> no. Uh, it was a kid that went to jail because uh, uh, one of his friends robbed a store. Um Anyway, but uh, but then, because we used to listen to it in class on the cassette tapes. It came in a oh. thing like oh, wow. this thick. Yeah, and then pop it open, place it in. I listened to yeah, the 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 book giant on headphones. tape days. Yeah, it was fantastic.
1: See, like I can't like I'm the I'm the opposite of you. I cannot listen to audiobooks. Because listening is such a passive activity for me. I would, I would never, I would not take it in. I would like check out like a little bit into it and have to go back. But I'm reading and I'm paying attention.
3: I can't sit and read a book. I can't sit without the audio. I can't read. I space out too much and I move around. Like I do things. Like I need to move to take things in. Like when I listen to a podcast, I have to walk around. I have to like clean the house or something. And it's the same thing with an audiobook. I have to move around and I'm taking it in. I'll walk around the house going, oh,
1: shoot. Yeah.
3: I totally knew it was that person. Like it's (laughs) talk to myself. Um,
1: But. Listen to Agatha Christie books, like, ooh, I totally knew it was that person.
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, plus, I love that it takes me, uh, like, two years to listen to a Stephen King book. So, hmm. it's like 90 hours of some dude just reading, and I'm like, oh, Stephen
1: King, like, I, I, some I, dude I love a lot Stephen of his work, King. but he, like, <laughs> every book is, like, 700 pages, and he doesn't know how to end anything. I, as much as
3: I love Stephen King's stories, the only thing that bothers me about Stephen King sometimes is his over description. Like when Pete, when like someone's like, he sat down in a chair, it wasn't a normal chair, it was a little higher than average height. The back wiggled a little too much and it crinkled as he sat down, and his legs stuck to the leather of the
0: chair because it was a short, it was, and you're just like, this is, oh my God. It's kind of like um when I was in, when I was in like 10th grade. Maybe eleventh. I sure. described him as horror Steinbeck. Yeah, like it's it's like the grapes of wrath, where like there's an entire chapters about just the wheat and the grass and how it blows on the prairie, and like I understand All about just like the poetry of what you're doing is beautiful, but I don't need that. Get back to the dead okies.
3: I'm all about yeah. just saying. So we sat in a chair.
1: That's it. You just saved mm-hmm. six pages. Yep. But like, in his like Stephen King, he he will spend like chapter upon chapter of like guys who used to hang out, like guys who used to hang out in high school, and like, oh, this one was a jock, and this one, oh, this one was the nerd, and it was all like it's 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 like so much so much is like dedicated to their banter. I do think one of the well-necessary
3: ones, well-written and necessary with all that would be It.
0: Oh, I was just going to say that. I love the two movies.
3: As the writing was like, it just, it didn't, it wasn't too over descriptive. It was something that needed to be described and Hmm. flashbacks and everything. And yeah, the movies are phenomenal and I hate people that are like, oh, the older ones. No, the the new ones. No, the old. Like, new no, one is objectively better. The new I mean, ones, like, like, the TV movie, follow
1: the book like, so well. I love, I love t- Tim Curry is is a uh, superb Pennywise, but oh, overall, like that old TV movie does not hold up at and, all. Like it is the, so cheesy.
3: And the new ones, they're not even that. Like they're scary, but they're not like. It's more suspenseful than it is scary, I think. And I've been I've been trying to get Liz to watch that, but she hates horror movies. But I remember the first.
1: This one... isn't the one to reel her in. Uh, but... <laughs> yeah,
3: I remember the first one when I saw it in theaters. Um, the scene in the book where he where the kid walks through and there's all like the the dolls and the jack in the boxes and everything. In the book, I remember reading that, going like oh my god, and I had to put it down because it was just like a really, it was in just intense. It was that and then the garage scene where he comes out of the picture. And um, and I remember going to the movie thinking, it better be in the movie. That would be great. And then I'm walking into the movie going, god, I hope that's not in the movie. That was too scary to read in one sitting. I really don't want to see that. And then when the scene happened, there was a guy sitting in front of me because I was by myself and he was by himself and he was like, <sighs> what the fuck am I doing here? And I was like, yeah, I know, man. <laughs> like, it was terrifying. But it was so good.
1: <laughs> the remake of Pet Cemetery sucked. But anyway. I was not
0: even bother. I didn't no even when Lisa said it sucked, because she's such a huge Stephen King fan. Yeah. When she said it sucked. I decided it wasn't even worth going to see. Yeah, it. it's really bad. The series 11, 22, 63 was pretty good.
1: That, that was, was good. That was decent. Uh, mm-hmm. Castle Rock, both seasons are good. Yeah, we watched Castle Rock. 1922 is, a, like, is hella good. Okay. Like uh, like the premiere on Netflix, it's with Thomas Jane. Yeah, The Punisher. Uh, and that was like, that's, that's that. That novella is probably my favorite new Stephen King, like favorite Stephen King in the past ten years. Did you see The there Outsider
3: yet? Is that what it's called?
1: Yeah. Was that it's? I, it's a
3: really I, good like, first half. Yeah, I was gonna say like after the fourth episode, I was like, eh.
1: Kind of peters out as it goes. Like it's when, It's it's like classic middle of the road Stephen King where it, like he doesn't know how to end it. Gotcha. But like, has like the way he kind of to, to tie it back the way he the way he treats death and loss like is really insightful like the how the, the like yeah there's like a monster in it but he like the the real villain is like when when someone is suddenly killed and like the ripple effect that that leaves yeah and, and, and like how it leads to just more and more suffering like exponentially like that that is done really well
0: cool Cool. all right and number three (laughs) (laughs) all right you're up carl what is Um, your topic for today
3: so uh i know we had the the podcast the other day i didn't get to get mine in there uh i didn't want to force it in was my my tiktoks um how obsessed i have been with
0: i thought that was going to be your quit your bits in the other day that's why i let it go
3: oh no i um I've been obsessed with with not just TikTok, but just like watching old Vines and old like short YouTube videos. And um, there's a lot of like pretty good content out there to make like in a short little 30 second to a minute video of TikToks. And I think TikTok has just been, I mean like I like Vine first, so I mean, but it's kind of the
2: same thing. I liked the limitation that Advine set on time a lot and yeah. that for- forced a lot of people to like think about it and come up with really cool stuff.
3: Yeah, there's a and- lot of
2: crap, but there's a lot of really cool things that people did with it.
3: Yeah, and That's TikTok kind of- is, is good with it just gives you a minute
2: mm-hmm.
3: and then, or I think it's, it's either a minute or it's 30 seconds but it gives you that limit and it doesn't go past where Instagram was like that for, a, for a while, but mm-hmm. then they came out with Insta TV and then people started making longer videos and you're scrolling. You're just like, all right, you can know, think of my attention span doesn't go past a minute. Sometimes watching a video.
1: That's kind of like how I feel about improv to tie it back to what we do for a living. Yeah. Like the, like improv really, I feel like really benefits from structure. And I feel there's a lot in the improv community who would disagree with me. Like, who think, like, the best thing to do is, uh, oh, no, we're going to get, like, a word from the audience or we're going to get such minimal... We're going to have such minimal suggestion from the audience or get, like, such such a... To, or get, like, next to no... Have, like, next to no communication for the audience and just perform and just naturally... I feel like that... I, I've seen some really talented performers who do well with that, and I've seen a lot of just middling groups and performers who... Have no idea what they're doing with it, and like, like gives like the most self-indulgent shows I've ever seen. So like, I feel like the more, like, like the more restrictions you get, like the more you can do with it. Like if you give like a genre or like a time limit or like a a, a restriction, like you know, just just like generally the rules of a short form game. Yeah. Like I feel like there's more, like there's more you can do with that. Kind of like, like Frank said, like Frank said today, freedom to fail. Like, you know, like having those rules gives you kind of having those restrictions kind of gives you like the freedom to just like do something really silly with it.
3: Yeah. And I like the, like, I I miss doing shows Fridays, Saturdays, absolutely miss it. And I think I've been putting it to like the TikTok things. Like I've just been making the stupid videos, like I've been doing the, the history videos. Yeah, those, those are, are really just, funny thank you
1: they're fun and they piss liz off because she's a real he's a new joke about canada but those are the they're, they're otherwise <laughs> are <really funny. laughs>
3: i don't know man sorry is pretty good uh sorry. But no
1: yeah i definitely
3: need to find something else <laughs> with that one but um i like the idea of just conversating with myself even like just making like a minute short like where it's me well conversating did i say that wrong
1: well, like conversing would be conversing conversing is the con- a perfectly acceptable
3: um, uh, conversational term. I like conversing with myself, like as two different people, where it's like, and it's it just, I don't know, it's just, it's more fun. And I still have that opportunity of like, all right, I'm, even if there's only like 57 people watching the video, I'm like, I had an audience of 57 tonight. That's only 57. Jesus. Um, I used but, to perform yeah. for four people. well i told like liz goes uh she hates that i'm on tiktok now absolutely hates it um she's like i don't get it i'm like it's i don't know how to explain it it's just it is what it is um but i like the and i rub in her face the views i'm like hey 300 people watch that video that your voice is in so
1: yeah you're
3: a part of that thank you um but I like the creativity part. I just get to still be creative and I try and make it as improv as possible, as much improv as possible and just do whatever about it.
2: I like when you plan stuff ahead and use the medium though. Like when you did the video with you talking to yourself where you were slowly losing your hair, going crazy. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was cool. You know, Obviously you, you just filmed it out of order, but I, it was really cool to think, all right, how can I use this medium to make my conversation interesting like that? So a little planning is fun.
1: I yeah, definitely the, a little planning. Absolutely. Like I like when we like when we did when we shot that commercial together. Like <laughs> like when you were just like, okay, I want to do a horror movie, and like we kind of just like uh, built off of that. Like you you came to me like you wanted to do a stalker thing, a horror yeah. thing, and then we just sort of built off of that and started like bouncing stuff off each other and like in in the limits of, like but like given the like restrictions of that genre, I think we did something really funny.
3: Yeah, that video is is still. I've I watched it the other day. I was looking at um, the Bit YouTube channel, and I was like,
1: like I feel like oh, if we were just reforming that, it wouldn't have been as good. But like, oh, we, yeah. we, we like played on stuff. We had rules.
3: Yeah. Well, and when I say I'm, Im- improvising on these videos, I'm, I mean like I'm saying like I'll hit record, I'll say something, and then I'll go, oh wait, I can say it better if I do it this way. So then I'll cancel it out, and then I'll take two. So it's like. <laughs> but I'm like challenging myself where I'm just like, all right, um, I want to do a video about two minutes, like about uh, a of soda. I'll sit there and look at the can of soda and then I'll make a video. I'll just try my best to do something with that. Cause I'm trying to exercise my mind still. i trying to like, how can I make a can of soda funny? So now I'm going to be sitting and thinking about that for the rest of this podcast. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's, I, I think TikTok is, is just, it's just a lot of fun. If you find the right followers, you find the right people to to watch but there's a lot
0: of weird stuff out there too oh
2: yeah <laughs> that's the internet baby
0: that's right <laughs> welcome to the internet <laughs> so what is your topic for today jim foley um so like i
1: so uh, uh, while i've been working from home uh, and just doing everything from home and just stuck at home over the last month uh like i've been getting you know, like back into the the music of my youth. And so I start spe- especially delving into 90s alt rock.
2: Okay. So like
1: out? and I'm trying I was trying to try to figure out what the best 90s alternative rock was. And I'm saying like this is post grunge. Um so no like no Nirvana like, like after
0: like, like 95, 96.
1: Like yeah, 94 maybe, 94, 95, 96 like pre new metal oh man and when you say
2: best are you looking for what the best band is just what the best examples of best
1: songs best like best bands like uh because i think i I, like and i think uh you know just in my on my whim i think i've put together the my my list of the best songs okay but i'm interested in hearing like what people what people think like, because this was a this was an era that means a lot to me because this is this is basically when I went to high school,
2: mm-hmm. all right. And it's a, yep.
1: it's just kind of and also the the station that I listened to all through high school, WAAF, just went off the air.
2: Oh, very sad.
1: Uh, which which is bittersweet because like it was kind of a shit show. <laughs> uh, it's then, a bittersweet. And it kind of bittersweet. Oh yeah, f- fuel is totally part of that. <laughs> and we talked fuel, about fuel on a podcast
2: <laughs> i think so yeah, yeah i was good about to repeat myself fuel's the first band i saw live because i went to see aerosmith and they opened for aerosmith oh wow yes so i, I met i didn't even know who they were going to see them um i think i think it was right around where they had whatever one of their hit songs was but yeah so fuel first band i saw uh i don't know that i've ever intentionally listened listen to them after that but so what else is on the list, Jim?
1: Uh, well, Stabbing Westward.
2: Oh yes, that was a big one. For Save me. yourself. <sighs> I was. Uh, uh, really they, and they
1: just put out some music this year that's actually pretty good. Like if it's like it's the same thing that they put out 20 years ago, but it's still okay. Like, so
2: if you want more of that, yeah, if you want
1: more of the same, like they haven't changed. Like there's no innovation or anything. They haven't. Like, I always
0: liked them because they were like alternative rock meets like. um Nine Inch Nails. like They had like that, a lot of that industrial kind of stuff. A little bit of like industrial, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: That's how they made it into the TV advertisement for Quake 2. And that's uh, what put me onto them. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Do you remember Heretic? I do remember Heretic. I enjoyed that game a lot.
0: Nine Inch Nails did all the music for that. Huh. That's why you, mm-hmm. when, you, when you got a box of nails
2: No, no. That was you, Quake 1. Quake is the series that has the Nine Inch Nails, but but they didn't do the music for Quake. It was just a, a little fun thing that people who made Quake put in there. Oh.
0: But
2: yeah. the same people who made Quake made Heretic. So I think they probably connected because of Quake and then did the music for that game.
0: Because they also did Wolfenstein and Doom too, right? It was all
2: yeah. Yeah, ID it, software. It, yeah. Huh.
0: Okay. sorry, Jim. I got sidetracked by video games.
1: No, that's cool. <laughs> Uh, uh, Underrated band that did that had more than just one good song, Candlebox.
2: What was the Candlebox
1: song, though? Uh, the, Far Behind was their song, like, was their big oh, song. Oh, okay,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Said,
1: okay. me. yeah, 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 uh, But they also had a song called Happy Pills that I really liked. Like, I remember growing up and just kind of reconnected with
0: recently. They played the Portuguese Feast in New Bedford a couple years ago. Really? Yeah. Huh. Might have been three years ago. Really? Yeah.
1: That's crazy.
0: I mean, the Portuguese Feast in New Bedford is as big as, like, in the non-Mardi Gras category as a Catholic holiday gets.
1: (laughs) So, yeah. it's, It's Mardi Gras and then it's
0: Meat Fest.
2: <laughs> Anyone else? Uh, They're from 90s was always, music?
0: Yeah. No, yeah I, was
1: on James. I was really like
2: the song Laid by James.
1: J. Oh, that's great. That's a great, yeah.
2: Yes. I
1: dig that's that. That's good one for me. James had a couple couple of really great songs too. That song Sometimes is really good.
2: Um, what
0: else is really up there for me? Uh, um, Filter was a band
1: that like uh, comes up a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, their song, like It was the it was the golden age for soundtracks.
0: Oh
2: yeah. Oh yes. Like, Every, you had when you
1: soundtracks for movies soundtrack. that might have been not that great, but like Batman the collection Forever. of songs is so awesome.
3: I think Batman Forever I had that soundtrack. Batman, Batman Forever was too. like my like introduction to everything. Example yeah. of that. that. That's uh, the, the only U two
2: song oh, I like
3: kiss me kill me yeah dude i didn't know that was i didn't know that was u2 until maybe six months ago
2: were you surprised that it was u2 because it was good
3: yes (laughs) i was shocked that i don't like u2 i never did i'm saying but it was just really i used to listen to a song all the time and then i could never remember it and then anytime i went to look it up i just never did and then um I watched Batman Forever in my brother's house you know, uh-huh. in Brooklyn back when I saw the new uh Jane Seymour Bob movie and uh uh-huh. I was like oh uh I was like oh what was that song and it was coming up in the credits and I was like
0: what this is U2 <laughs> uh-huh. yep the, the
2: 1996 mojo of seal was so strong that it even oh, God, made yeah. U2 good in proximity of uh,
0: it. and the offspring the offspring does a uh, smash enough on that album. yep they did. Yeah, really good.
1: Nick Cave is on that album. I had like the that, my, album that album was Blade. my first time hearing a lot of those artists.
3: I had a soundtrack for Blade. Um, what was it? Uh, Rimes, wasn't Rammstein on that? No, that was
1: Triple X Rammstein was on the Lost Highway soundtrack, which was a, a uh, another soundtrack that like that, that kind of dominated the '90s for me. That had Nine Inch Nails and Marilyn Manson. <laughs>
0: I loved um,
1: Clueless. Oh, Clueless was great.
0: Because it had um, like Cracker, Luscious Jackson, Boss tones, The Muffs. It was just great. Um,
1: the Crow City of Angels. Oh, yeah. Was another, well, it was like a key soundtrack album. In the, like, terrible movie. Amazing soundtrack. Great oh. gimmick
0: for Sting in WCW in the 90s. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: I was a surfer sting uh, guy, but I still feel you.
0: Yeah, I was. I was always more of a crow skin guy. I, I like, like the my baseball back. bat. Uh, okay. This,
3: this. Was it uh, the the the? I miss when Will Smith used to do songs for all of his movies in the soundtracks. I think Wild West, Wild Wild West was one of my favorite ones. The song that he did with Doctor, or not? He didn't do it, but the song with Doctor Dre and Eminem mm-hmm. on that
1: album. Yeah. Uh. See, like uh, the comedian Demi Adejuwigbe, Edu, Demi yes, uh, uh, does like he, his like one of his bits is he does uh, Will Smith style theme songs for movies. That,
2: well, really, I haven't seen that. I'll have to look. at yeah, like look, look, him up, look him
1: up. He, like there are a bunch of them. He did. Uh, What's his name? Demi, Demi, as in Demi Moore, like D E M I. D E M mm-hmm. I. Uh, his last name is which is, is, it- is uh, I think it, he's his, Electro it, Lemon on
3: Twitter.
2: Yeah, yeah, Electro Lemon.
1: Yeah,
3: <laughs> I did my best to spell it. last night. Electro Lemon. I mean, yeah,
1: <laughs> he's really funny. Cool. He did a, I forgot what was the what, other, what the what was. The, forgot the, what the Will Smith movie was that he did a Will Smith style theme song for. It wasn't Seven Pounds.
2: Pursuit of happiness.
1: Might have been pursuit of happiness.
2: <laughs> Hitch.
0: Oh, Hitch. legend of Bagger way. Vance.
1: Oh God, legend of Bagger Vance.
0: Not. Doesn't hold up. Um. All right. So we're, I've never seen it,
1: but I don't think I would have enjoyed it in in at the time it came out.
0: I did. It was fine. It, in retrospect, wasn't great. So this is the point in the podcast where we quit our bits and we talk about something that's stuck in our craw, something we can't stop thinking about. So since Tim started the last one, Jim is going to start this one. All right.
1: Um, so uh, I am bits about, about, uh, oh, like, the um, like the days sort of running together now. Like it's kind of uh, like I think everybody kind of shares this feeling. Like there are no days of the week anymore. Um, and like Easter was this past weekend, and it didn't really feel like anything. Like uh, and I think that's that's going to be one of the things that's toughest to get used to once we get back to normal is just like having a weekend a weekend. Yes.
2: Yeah, I joked with Olivia today because yesterday I had pointed out, wow, we watched Rat a week ago. Did we feel that long ago? And she's like, no. So today I come home from work and I saw her and I was like, Olivia, can you believe it's been three weeks since we watched Rat And so, <laughs> so, so yeah, and it really is, does feel like that. It's uh it's oh, it's everything's just kind of floating in the ether.
1: This is one week AR. I don't know, rat
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's getting uh
0: I really don't know. I, I don't ever know what day it is. I know the date because I'm on my computer for work, and it says the day in the corner. But I don't know the day of the week ever. So I think today's Wednesday.
2: Yeah, that's why you had a meeting.
0: Yeah. Today is Wednesday, yeah, because it's the it day we would have had
1: me. rehearsal,
3: yeah. It took me a minute to realize it was Wednesday this morning. I'm with you Jared. I thought it was Thursday.
0: Yeah. It just, yeah. But then it also it, it causes this weird thing, where I will keep working or work super late. Yeah. It's like, well, I guess I'll just keep doing this, or it'll be like nine o'clock at night, and I'll be like, ah, I should go work on this thing for work. It's just uh, they everything is spiraling out of control. Yeah. I'm very fortunate to have a job, so
1: I am too. Like I I am, I'm, are, I'm very yeah. fortunate to be contracted and paid even like even with all that's happening.
0: Yeah. So Carl, what are you bitsin' about, buddy?
3: Um we talked about reading earlier and I do have a lot of books that I don't have an audiobook.
0: Are we talking yeah. about reading or reading?
3: Like real reading. All right. Um like I haven't sat and i haven't read a book in a while and i told myself the beginning of this i was like you know what i'm gonna read one book i had to set it it low so i was like i'm gonna try and read like just at least one book during this whole thing and i have about 50 books on my shelves that i have maybe read 15 pages in most of them and then just stopped. i'm like this is a really good book and i recommend it to people and i'm they're like it's so good i'm like i haven't finished it yet like, how far yeah. did you get? Like, I read the first chapter, and it was nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. you got to
2: build momentum. It gets easier the more you read.
3: Yeah, yeah, there's a book I have, and I'm staring at it right now. I really want to read it. It's called um, Look Who's Back. And it's about... Um, it's about Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's about... It's a comedy. It makes fun of, like, Adolf Hitler. He would, like, oh, pull it heard of of in modern-day Germany. Um, it was originally German. It was Eris Fieder da. And I downloaded the audio book, but it was all in German, and that didn't really do me that that much. I could understand every third or fourth page, um, so. But uh, I think I'm gonna try and have that book done by, mm. you know, the the next week or two.
1: Okay. Vlad recommended a book to me that I've almost finished. That's that's kind the Master of Master
2: and Margarita.
1: Master and Margarita. Yep. Uh, it, it's 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 kind of it's it's silly and fun, like in a way, like that. In, in a way, I didn't expect. I like it a lot. Uh, so yeah, I'd recommend it. Like I'm, I'm Master almost done. I've got like three chapters left.
3: What's it called, Master and Margarita?
1: The Master and Margarita. Yeah, he he Master recommended. I think uh, oh, I think on our podcast, on our interview with him. Cool.
0: Uh So, on a different wavelength um something i can't stop bitching about is like so everyone's trapped in their house no one's doing anything really right so yeah what's really stuck in my craw are like the fit couples they're just like oh well we're running 10 miles a day just stay in shape it's like fuck you <laughs> like, <laughs> like <laughs> I'm trying just not to not eat everything in my house because I'm bored. Like yeah. it's like like, oh look, he's doing he's using he can we don't have weights at home, so he's using my body mass. It's like <laughs> man, and it's and I it's it's a lot. Yeah. What I do appreciate is the, the real people that are saying, you know what? We're all coming out of this a little bit chubby. Mm-hmm. Um because we're not getting enough exercise. We're eating more, and by God, we're drinking more. I actually so, lost weight because I
1: haven't—I haven't, I haven't <laughs> had alcohol. I—I I, I didn't drink alcohol for like almost two weeks.
0: Yeah, and I, think I, it I, was just,
1: in I barely had any appetite. But that's the—that's the flu diet.
3: Yeah, I was gonna say I—I've lost like three pounds, and I'm—I um, don't understand why.
0: Well, I found all your pounds, <laughs> and they're in me now.
2: <laughs> Yeah, I've—I've I've lost about thirteen pounds because I wasn't eating sugar or drinking for Lent, so. I'm right, back on so, this week, as of this weekend, though.
0: My bits and does <laughs> my bits and does not apply to you guys.
2: <laughs> what, well, like I would be in your
0: position best if best I one. were not
1: sick. Like, and I say I would be eating everything and <laughs> drinking a ton every night. So, like, that's not like. Uh,
2: I'm, 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 I'm back, so don't don't yeah. worry, Jared. I'm...
0: Brick his back.
3: Well, my yeah. thing is, um, I've been drinking. I've been drinking a lot of coffee, and so the days that I don't drink coffee, those are the days that I'm eating like every hour. But then. Yeah the days that I drink like two or three cups of coffee I'm like "Uh, yeah I guess I'll eat lunch because I'm supposed to and then it's like something like a small thing and then breakfast is like two pieces of toast so I'm like "Eh."
0: must be nice gentlemen (laughs) (laughs) sorry buddy (laughs) um so let's wrap it up Tim Brick what are
2: you bitsing about uh, I can't stop bitching about social media ego traps. and but what oh, I'll say, So the fit people. No, 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 not thirst traps. <laughs> uh, stop. <laughs> stop. No, no, I'm talking about uh, all right, so well, first let me talk about what I'm not talking about. If you want to take a quiz that tells you what your Hogwarts house is, or you want to take a, a, a an IQ test, or you want to take a quiz that proves that you know the most Simpsons trivia that gives you a result, fine, whatever. What I'm talking about are the things that entice people to take a quiz, quote unquote, or something like that, where no matter what you put in, all of the answers are just compliments about you. And so yeah. they just encourage people. So like, oh, which, like, which uh, type of personality are you? And no matter what you get, it says like, you're the type of person who's nice at heart, but you don't take any shit if people st- like, are mean to you. And all they are are like, like complimenting people to share a quiz or, or, or some meme that means nothing. Yeah, man. and uh, like I, I, miss the days when quizzes had to work for your attention. Like, like I really would, you know, like if you want to take a D and D alignment thing and find out where you fall, that, that there's some, there's something to it, even if it's trivial triv- or meaningless. At yeah. least it's a quiz or it's Which something representing something else.
3: Yeah, what right. DC yeah. villain are you?
2: Yes, if it's if it's something, but uh, the, the, any of these things that are just appealing to whatever niche a person fits into to get them to reshare something, I'm done with it. I'm done
1: with but it. Like it's kind of like like there's there's these like really kind of lowest common denominator like which celebrity do you look like? It's like right. Chris Evans. And Like really, <laughs> obviously. Right.
2: <laughs> well, they've got no ugly celebrities in the database, so you're getting yeah. somebody who's to compliment you. Which celebrity Steve do you Buscemi?
1: look like? Steve Buscemi. Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, would would DeVito. I would get DeVito. I would be happy to look like Steve Buscemi. <laughs> dude is a firefighter kicks ass yeah
3: (laughs) yeah that's
2: exactly the type of thing I'm talking about I I want the online media that uh, uh, social discourse to at least work a little bit for our attention make us enjoy it some
1: yeah it's like you know Cambridge Analytica is not going to get my info that easy
2: (laughs) that's right yeah Yeah.
0: (laughs) if everyone did
1: the old face thing we're already in someone's database
0: Yeah, we're we're all in that you're going right. to work. So this, this has been the Bit Players Bits Per Second Podcast. I'm Jared.
2: I'm Jim. I'm Tim. And am Carl. Thanks for listening. That does that, not matter. I, I, I got no. That does not matter. I got no. Da da da.